So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. The SME Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at smepodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Hi guys, it's Angel, and this is episode 8 of Cooking with Angel. In this segment, I make a delicious and easy roasted chicken, garlic butter mushrooms, and a banana tart. You're going to want to make these at home. We have gotten so many compliments on these dishes, you can even double up the recipe for the chicken and make them all for an amazing dinner party. Enjoy the show and bon appetit. and this is Cooking with Angel, my online show that has quick and easy recipes that you can share with your friends and family. Today we're going to be making three dishes, um, a main course, a side dish, and a dessert. Um, We're going to have, let's see, today Italian roast chicken with pepper and olives, and garlic mushrooms, and also a banana caramel tart. So, Thank you everybody for joining me. I'm also here on the SMB podcast channel, uh, Cooking with Angel as well. So for today, we're going to start with the chicken because it takes the longest to cook. We're going to preheat the oven. Um, It says to 400, but I'm going to preheat it to 375 or 380 because the banana tart has to be at a lower temperature. So we'll just cook the chicken a little bit longer um, to compensate for that. Sorry guys. There we go. Alright, sorry about that. I just wanted to see if there was any comments and whatever. So hello Amanda. Nice to see you on the show. Okay, so the first thing we're gonna need is a pan like this. This is a little bit deep. You could use a more shallow one if that's all you have, but the deeper one is good because um, we're gonna put the chicken in it, you know? Alright, so let's just move that over to the side. The items you're gonna need for this are um, a a chicken, which I've already washed the chicken, and it's about three pounds. Uh, One unwaxed lemon cut in half. So just regular lemon. I'm gonna cut it in half. I've actually made this before and it's really delicious. And you could do two chickens at a time. Um, So that's also really good too. If you have a party or something, I've done it for a party before. Um, I think it was a Christmas party I had in New York and I did two chickens at once. You just double the rest of the recipes, uh, the rest of the ingredients. Hey guys, love and Jalissa. Nice to see you. Okay, so we're gonna need a chicken, a lemon, four sprigs of fresh rosemary, um, three leeks. Now I don't have leeks, so what I use for this recipe is a large onion, just one. And then um, two red peppers, one orange pepper, one yellow pepper, uh, packed uh, dry packed olives, black olives. 
olive oil, sea salt, and black pepper. Hey! Hi guys! Hey Edgar! So nice to see everybody on here. Okay, so the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna take your pan and you're gonna just put the chicken in there. That's the first thing. This is a non-stick pan. So this baby is washed. She's so pretty. Um, if this is your first time making a whole chicken, you're gonna want to rinse it completely, of course. And then there's gonna be some giblets probably in the inside cavity. You're gonna wanna remove those. You can cook them if that's what you do. If you don't make them, you could just toss them, okay? So in any case, there goes the chicken. And then what I'm gonna do is, I have some of the peppers here. Christina, oh, so cool. Nice to see you. Okay, so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna take um, okay, put the lemon halves, both lemon halves, inside the cavity of the chicken. So that's the, you know, obviously the hole of the chicken here that would have like the giblets and stuff like that. So that's going to be inside the lemon. And it just, the lemon is going to be inside. It gives it such a great taste and smell and everything. Edgar's making some chicken, broccoli, red potatoes, and onion stir fry. Wow, that sounds great. Like... Definitely going to visit you when I come to New York. <laughs> All right, so these are the rosemary sprigs. I've also rinsed them already. And two of them are going to go inside that chicken cavity as well. So let's see here. I'm just going to stuff her in there. I don't know if you can see what I'm doing. I'll do it this way so you can see. So that's one. And then two. So we still have two left. Then we're going to slice up the onions and add them to the tin. Um, this is a really, really simple and easy recipe. Like you, it's hard to mess it up, honestly. I've done it a bunch of times and I've never had an issue. All right, so my hands are chickeny. I'm just gonna rinse them real quick. Everything else is pretty much just gonna go on top of the chicken now. Okay, so we're gonna do, let me see if I can move this over. Um, I have a bunch of peppers here. What I like to buy is the tricolored peppers. Um, they sell them in a bag from Aldi. Those are really good. And just to show you how I do the peppers, I'm just cutting off the tops and then scooping out the inside seeds because we don't need those. And if you're not able to get the seeds out right away, you could, you could just rinse them out. Thank you. He said I'm always welcome in his house. Thank you so much. Okay, so likewise, of course. And then this one is the last one. And you can see all the seeds. Now, I have planted these seeds before, just out of boredom and doing like a little garden with my son. And they actually grow really, really nice. So um, maybe next show I'll show you what they look like. But I actually need to replant them because they have grown just out of control. They love the sun and the heat here in Florida. If you don't have three different colored peppers, that's okay. It just makes it look prettier. If you buy the bag from Aldi, like I mentioned, it comes with these three colors. So the yellow, the red, and the orange. And then you're just gonna slice them up and then you're gonna put them right in the tin. That's what they call it, the baking sheet. And then we're gonna do the same thing with the onion. So let's just get that going here. I'm just cutting up these peppers. You could do it, um, with any sweet peppers, I wouldn't, I mean, you don't, the green 
because it has a different flavor. But if you have sweet peppers, that's good. Hey, Ronnie. Okay, so, and it's just gonna look beautiful. They're so vibrant, the colors and stuff. All right, so we're just cutting up the peppers. We're gonna toss them in there. And the, t the chicken, it just tastes so good. I think it's because we're gonna cover this baby with olive oil, salt and pepper, and then with the onions and the peppers, it's just fantastic. So, here we go. All right, we got two left. All right, so slice them lengthwise and add them to the tin, okay? And then we're going to tumble in the olives and pour on the olive oil, mostly over the vegetables, but also a little over the chicken. Hey, Marina, it's good to see you again. All right, so here we go. We're throwing on these beautiful, colorful peppers. Oh my gosh, this looks so pretty already, honestly. It's like ridiculous. Okay, and then we'll do the onion real quick. Now, I have never made the banana tart that we're gonna do today, and it sounds really, really good to me, so I'm hoping you guys will like it. It's um, literally, we're just gonna make a caramel sauce in the pan. We're gonna chop up the bananas and cover the inside of the pan with them. And then we're gonna put the pastry um, on top. And then we're just gonna throw that all in the oven. So the pan that you're gonna wanna use for the banana tart is gonna be one that is oven safe. Um, I got that recipe from Nadia. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see her cooking show, uh, Nadia Hussein, she's on Netflix. And she has only seven episodes up. Hey Charles, hey Sabrina and Lillian, hi guys. So um, this cooking recipe for the banana tart is from Nadia and she has a lot of quick and easy recipes too. If you guys are looking for some quick and easy recipes to do at home, I know everybody's busy working, homeschooling, doing stuff like that, or even just if you're tired or whatever, or you wanna try something new, they have a lot of good recipes there. Okay, so this is half of the onion. And we like a lot of onions in my house, so I'm gonna do the other one too. Now, you could do it sliced onions also, okay? Or you could do it uh, like chopped. I did chopped, and then I'm gonna do also um, sliced, so both, it doesn't matter. Whatever you prefer. I think the slice usually looks prettier but the, um, the dice kind of like melts into the dish a little bit easier. So we'll do both, it doesn't really matter. It's gonna look pretty anyway, because you have the beautiful peppers there. And the pepper recipe for this chicken recipe that I have is from Nigella Lawson. Um, she has a cooking show called Nigelissima. And um, I don't know if you guys like me to post the recipes afterwards, if that would be helpful for you. Um, if you wanna try them on your own. I also have a um, YouTube channel right now where I'm putting up the Facebook Live videos because it's kinda of hard to find them on my page. So that just makes it easier. All right, so onions are done. Now, I'm gonna take, these are the olives. They have a little liquid. I'm gonna toss the liquid out. So to do that, I'm just gonna open it a little bit so that they don't all come out. Then you throw the olives on top. I mean, it's like literally that easy. And these are the black olives, not the green ones. These don't have pits. I 
and you just throw them in there, the whole thing. This is six ounces. And then we're gonna put in the olive oil. Now, when I do the olive oil, I like to just coat the whole chicken on top and also the veggies. So, there you go. Just pouring in the olive oil. You can use as much as you like. Probably, I would say, three quarters of a cup or a cup. All right. And then I'm gonna toss them all together just so that everybody gets um, some oil. And then we'll salt and pepper it, and that's it. That's the whole chicken. I mean, it can't get any easier than that. You're literally, oh, and we're gonna put the rosemary on it too, of course. But that's it, that's the whole thing. So it's super easy to make, um, super simple. So these are the other two sprigs of the rosemary. They go on top of the veggies, one on each side. We're gonna do our salt and pepper. I have um, some sea salt here. Hey, Jim. Here we go. These are really big flakes, so I'm gonna just crumble them a little bit in my hand. I don't want it to be too, too salty. And the sea salt does have like more of a salty flavor than the regular salt. There we go, that's enough. For me, anyway. My mom got me this when she went to Alaska. It's um, Alaskan pure sea salt, so. I don't use it all the time, but this is a really special dish I love to make, so. And you might be wondering why I'm wearing this t-shirt as opposed to my regular apron. Um, I do have an apron on also, but um, this is actually my friend who's like family, love, her older, actually younger brother, Vince, is a wrestler and he's the Jurassic Juggernaut and we're just showing him some love and um, he was selling these really cute t-shirts, so we bought them. So that's my small business that I want to represent this week. So if you are interested in a t-shirt, I'm going to post up the link where you can get them later on. They're really cute. I don't know if you can see. It has like a dinosaur on it. My son has one too. It's just cute and he's in love with dinosaurs. So in any case, um, we could support him too. I think the t-shirt was like 28 bucks, which is pretty good for a nice quality t-shirt. Okay, so. That's it, that's the chicken. I don't know if you can see it. It's pretty beautiful, all the colorful peppers and everything like that. It's really impressive <laughs> when you take it out of the oven. It just looks beautiful and it's like, this took me 10 minutes to make. All right, so, and the good thing about a whole chicken is that it's gonna feed a lot of people. So that's really good. All right, so that guy goes in there for how long, let's see. Uh, an hour, an hour. So we'll cook it for an hour. And then it says, remove the chicken to a carving board and while it rests for about 10 minutes, pop the pan of vegetables back in, switching off the oven as you do. Cut the chicken chunkily. Okay, so what we're gonna do is, if it's not done by the time the show is over, I'll just show you guys pictures. But if you're making it with me, what you're gonna do is, after the hour is done, we'll do it for an hour and, 10 minutes because we lowered the heat a little, it should be at 400. And then what we'll do is, I don't know how to use this like that. Uh, um, timer. So 75 minutes. It should be done. And then while I'm cutting it and stuff, 
this for 10 minutes and throw the veggies back in with the oven off. Wow, this is very slow. There we go. Boom. Done. And that's it. That's the whole chicken. Very easy. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Chris. How you guys doing? All right. So that's done. All right. So the next dish I have not made before. This is something that I decided to cook because my mom um, is vegetarian. Well, she's pescatarian. Yes, I'll give you coffee. Um, she's pescatarian, but uh, she does eat a lot of veggies and stuff like that. So I always try to incorporate something that she can eat as well because she watches the kids for me while I'm doing the show. And so I want to, you know, give her something to eat afterwards. Hey, Ryan. All right, so here we go. This is called garlic mushrooms. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna trim the mushrooms, stems trimmed but not removed, which is not as easy as it looks sometimes because if you're a little bit too rough, the whole button, <laughs> uh, I guess as he's eating as he's watching, yes. I always watch these cooking shows and they make me hungry. My husband's like, why do you keep watching these shows all the time? I love them, but then they make me hungry, so I have to eat too while I watch them. <laughs> okay, so I'm trimming off the stems. If you're not very careful, the, the stems will pop right off, but it's not a humongous deal, you know, if they come off. So we're just going to trim them, and then what we're going to put in first in a saute pan is the butter. Then we'll add the mushrooms and season with salt and pepper. I feel like when I send out the ingredients list, I shouldn't even add salt and pepper because every single ingredient is like, and salt and pepper. I'm like, okay. So we're not big salt eaters at home, but I know it does, you know, bring out the flavor of the food, so I do it. Okay, so here we go. Then we're gonna do um, them on one side for five minutes, flip them for another five minutes, and then add the garlic, the thyme, and saute for another minute. So what we're gonna need for this dish is three tablespoons of butter, a pound of white button mushrooms, which is this, salt, pepper, of course, two cloves of garlic chopped up, and then um, a teaspoon of fresh thyme leaves. So not the um, stems, just the leaves. So that's it, mushrooms. So, and then I'm gonna just chop up the garlic really quick, two cloves of garlic. And then that's it, that's the whole side. Now, with something like this, um, you know, the chicken with the veggies and stuff like that, I honestly would usually just make like cauliflower rice or some kind of other rice or even noodles or something like that. But um, my mom's also not only pescatarian, she's also keto, so, she's low on the carbs, like she's trying not to eat carbs at all. So that makes it a little bit more difficult. So this dish, this side dish of mushrooms is actually keto friendly also because it's just butter, garlic, mushrooms, and thyme. Okay, so this is my second garlic. And you could use that pre-minced garlic and all of that if you like. I just happen to have real garlic here that's not minced. So, it's really okay. So, there's my dog Aries, who's probably not gonna stop barking. 
Okay, there we go. So this is my little garbage here. Okay, move that to the side. All right, so first I'm gonna take the pan and I'm gonna put the butter in it, three tablespoons of butter, which I think sounds like a lot, but there's only like three ingredients in this whole thing. So, you know, might as well go, go big or go home, right? <laughs> the whole thing in the oven. That's 
Fingers crossed. I've never made this before either. Okay, so. And like I said, I can post these recipes later if you want. If you're interested, just let me know. Um, and I'll post up the recipes and stuff like that. Okay, so it's banana tartan. tartan. Alright, so we are going to need... Thank you! Um, I don't actually have a camera person. Um, my friend Jenny, she said I have the best camera person ever. I don't have a camera person. This is actually... Um, I know I'm plugging them right now, but this is a Facebook portal. So basically what happens is like wherever you vlog as you're talking, it follows you. So it's very helpful. Okay, so we're going to need sugar enough to line the pan and then butter to go with it. So let's see how that works out. Yes, I don't have a camera person, I promise. Okay, so that's doing its thing. Okay, so... I'm going to just put the sugar in here. I'm just going to line the bottom of the pan. Now this is kind of like if you made the flan before, this is the same thing, the same concept. It's just all the bottom of the pan. Boom. And then it said, now this is a British show. So it's telling me how to make it in their measurements. So 75 grams of butter or two and a half ounces of butter. So this is 15 ounces, so about a seventh. <laughs> I, I'm just going to put in a really nice tablespoon of butter. Alright, here we go. And I've actually never used butter to make a um, caramel sauce, but sounds like a plan to me. Maybe it'll make it easier to come out. Alright, so there's the butter. That was a really nice tablespoon of butter. Okay. And then, I'm going to just put this on top of the stove and let it start to melt a little bit. Now, one thing I do know about the butter, I'm sorry, about the caramel sauce, is that you're not going to want to let it burn. That's something that whenever you're making like a flan or whatever, you don't want it to burn because it's going to have a really nasty taste. And if for whatever reason it does burn, you're going to want to start over again. So, I'm going to go ahead and use very long spoon that I have and I'm going to start moving it around so that way it does melt and I'm going to incorporate it with the butter right now so I'm just mixing it all together which is kind of nice and we got two minutes on the mushrooms so those will be good to make as well I don't know if I'm missing any comments or anything because I'm not on the phone too. So hang on one second. Let me just check his key. Somebody who's a person of color and has a book 
uh, that you are trying to market, something that you've written, you can um, just let me know, like message me or whatever, and I'll let you know. I don't know if he's on here today, um, but he did put that on his Facebook. So that's really cool. And he's going to just like um, feature it on his website. It's, the website is called So Sweet So For Your Soul. Yes, I was thinking of you, Edgar. I was like, I wonder if he's still watching. Um, yeah, I haven't ever written a book, so I don't know. Um, maybe one day I'll write a cookbook. I always say that. But otherwise, I don't have that much to say. So it's not really like my thing, but I know that you have that. So yeah, you have something coming up. Okay, cool. What I'll do is I'll message you later um, with his info. But if anybody else also is interested, let me know. Okay. Or I can just post it on this uh, video's link. Okay, so the mushrooms, in five minutes, they are golden brown on the top, and I'm just flipping them over, and I'm going to put the salt and pepper on them, because I didn't do that before. So Thanksgiving is a really fun time here at my place, because I insist upon cooking. And my mom's always like, why, why, you know, but I do enjoy it. So I usually have like five or six dishes going at the same time, which is pretty crazy. But I, like I said before, I think it's just like my ABV going like on, just on parade, really. So, mostly nothing burns. So <laughs> that makes me really happy. Okay, so these guys are doing their thing. Honestly, the timer is like the best thing ever because if not, I'll just forget. Like I'll just be like, oh, blah, 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 like nothing happens. All right, so doing that, doing this. Let's get some salt and pepper. I'm gonna use my fancy salt again. This is for my mom, so, you know. This one gave me the fancy salt, might as well use it, right? A little bit. Just like a pinch. It's very salty, so just a pinch. And then the pepper. And then once this is done for the five minutes, again, then we're gonna add the garlic and we're gonna add the um, thyme leaves. And I don't know what is happening here with the sugar, but not much. <laughs> so I'm trying to melt it here. It's not really doing too much. I don't wanna make it too hot because then it'll definitely burn. So. We don't want that. It's starting to melt slowly. I also am on some cooking groups that are really cool. Um, they're like Puerto Rican cooking books, like for moms and stuff like that. And then also just like a regular cooking group for people who like to cook Puerto Rican food. And um, I have that in a ton of really cool recipes. So if you guys are interested or you're looking for anything in particular, they are really, really great to be on those groups and stuff. And if you're looking for a particular recipe, let me know because I can go on the group and ask. Or I could go on the group and like search it for you or whatever. So it's been very helpful. I got a recipe, like, okay, a thousand recipes for sofrito. Everybody does it like pretty much the same, but their own way. And then a bunch of recipes for, um, like, you know, staple dishes, like our house gondolas and stuff, which Christina, I didn't forget about you. I really want you to show me how to make yours. 
and um, things like that. Okay. So we got almost three minutes left on these mushrooms. Let's see here. Okay. Lillian, I got your text. Alright, so this is going, going, going. And I got a recipe for creme brulee, which I want to definitely try to make that. And also um, rice pudding, which I don't know if you guys have ever had that before, but it is so delicious. And you could even soak the grapes, the grapes, the raisins, like in rum first, and I think that gives it a nice flavor as well, so I definitely want to try to do that, too. Alright, two minutes on these mushrooms, and the sugar is starting to melt, which is good. She does it so fast on the show, you know, and um, Nadia, she's just like, boop, 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 done. I'm like, oh my gosh. Alright, here we go. Now we're really getting there. It smells delicious. And it looks really good too. Alright. There we go, mixing and mixing and mixing and mixing. Yes, Lillian says she wants to learn how to make creme brulee. Me too. Um, my friend Eric used to make it all the time. And I actually haven't seen him in like many years. And um, he had like the little ramekins, the white ones that, um, you know, like oval shaped and he had the blowtorch for the top so you could make the sugar kind of like caramelize, or cr I guess crystallize. And then you have to break it. Oh my gosh, I love creme brulee. Kind of like a French flan. So I definitely want to use that as well. Alright, let's put a minute on these little mushrooms. And we're still plugging along here <laughs> with the sugar. I think this is going to be worth it, though. It really smells great. I know my family is happy for these cooking shows. Hey, Kayla. Good to see you on here. All right, we're getting down to the wire. Now, what I'm going to do, once the sugar completely melts, I'm going to take it out, and I'm going to put it on a trivet. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to line it with a banana because that's the next step. And I don't want to do that over the oven because um, it's hot and I want you guys to be able to kind of see what I'm doing. I know it's a little hard with me being over here. Alright, so. That's done. Alright. We got our garlic here. And my thyme is somewhere. I don't know what I did with it. Hang on one second. Ah, here we go. Alright, so there goes the garlic. Now the herbs, like thyme and stuff like that, I can understand them wanting you to put them in because they're so delicate, they will actually burn. The garlic, I, honestly, if it was me, I would have put the garlic in earlier, but it's, honestly, it's just making it smell even better. Okay. Ooh. This is now caramelized. I'm going to go ahead and put it right on the trigger, right in there. And then this is going to be probably another 30 seconds. And then it's done. Although with the minced garlic, I think if I would have put it on earlier, it might have um, 
cooked and been like brown and like, you know, I guess that bitter taste sometimes the garlic because it's overcooked. Alright, that's done. This is done. Take it off the burner. And we're done. Okay, mushrooms are done. Okay, so the sugar. I might have burned the sugar. I'm not sure. Let's see. I'm gonna do oh, there we go. Take that out. I'm not sure if I burned it. I may have to another spoon. It's very hot. No, it's not. I'm gonna add some more plain sugar. Just to cool it off a little bit. Because I don't want it to burn at all. I don't know if you guys can see the smoke. Woo! This thing is hot. Fine, thank God. 
Okay, so I'm gonna start lining the pan, the inside with the bananas, and we're gonna push them up against each other. Okay, like that. I don't know if you can see them, but we'll do probably the thinner ones around the outside, and then the thicker ones on the inside, or vice versa, actually. Okay, so I'm just lining the bananas. Probably gonna eat this one because it's too skinny. Okay, let's get some more going. Hey, Lily. Nice to see you. Lily is um, my hubby's stepmom, and she makes some of the most amazing desserts I've ever had. Um, she's a home baker, but she made one time when we had our son um, a cake that had Kit Kats all around it, around the outside of it and then M&M's all in the top. And I've seen cakes like that afterwards, but I had never had one like that or seen one like that before. Um, that was like six years ago, so I don't know. I'm not saying that she invented it, but could be. <laughs> but um, that cake was delicious. And she also makes a really, really great flan cocho, which is like, um, I think, flan with like chocolate cake on the bottom, which is delicious. So, trying to get her to come on the show to teach us some of this stuff, but she's not really one of those people who wants to be in front of the camera, so we'll see, we'll see. Alright, so I'm lining these guys up, I'm going to move them over a little bit, try to squeeze another one in here. So far we're at two bananas. And these are not like the biggest ones, they're kind of small. My husband, when we got the groceries yesterday, was like, um, did we order everything miniature? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, um, the bananas came tiny. The loaf of bread that you ordered, like uh, Italian bread, is small. Um, everything is little. And he's like, even the lady who came to deliver it was small. She <laughs> was like, I don't know. But I just ordered regular size stuff. All right. So, so far we're at two bananas. This is the third. This one is a little bit greener than probably, you might want them to be a little bit more ripe. And this is something cool that you can make. You know how sometimes you have bananas and it's like, oh my gosh, they're gonna go bad. Let me make a smoothie or something. This would be good to make as well. Okay, oops. There we go. Just line them all up, almost done. And that was just three bananas. So I guess it depends on how big the pan is, how big, you know, your bananas are, all of that. All right, so we're making a little pattern here. Almost done. It looks really good. Let me tell you, those mushrooms smell fantastic. If you have mushrooms laying around with a little bit of thyme and garlic and butter, it's definitely worth making. Okay. Um, Hmm. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one more. Maybe I have some, some more of those are green too. Okay, I'm going to take one more, and I'm just going to use like a little bit of it, and then save the rest for a little bit of time later. Probably if it's not too green, I'll give it to my dog. My dog loves bananas. He loves bananas, he loves oranges, which is weird, but he loves them. Cheese. I know. I don't know, you could 
give a dog cheese, but apparently you can. Okay, so I'm almost done here. I digress. All right, here we go. All right, guys. So I'm gonna see if I could just squeeze in one more in the middle or something. Never satisfied. <laughs> There we go. Okay, beautiful. So I'm just gonna show you how it looks right now. And it's like this, which is really, really cute. And again, we have the camel socks on top. So the next thing that we need is the dough. Like I said, this is a pie crust. Um, you could get a pastry sheet. You could make your own. It depends on how you're feeling and what they have, you know, in your grocery store. This is what they had in mind. So what I was able to find and it actually is broken in half so that's interesting hey Gabe how you doing all right so I let it rest it says in the package to uh, let it rest so here we go you're gonna put it on top of all the bananas and then you're gonna like fold it in so that way it becomes a tart that has um, sides to it and that's why it's also good to let the caramel kind of like um, cool too because um, you don't want to burn your fingers. The caramel sauce will be very, very hot. If you left it on the stove, it will continue to cook and all of that. So it's good to, in advance, before you start this, have either a trivet or like some of those um, oven mitts. You could put it on top of that, um, a wooden cutting board, something so that it will stop. So I'm just folding it under. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because you're going to have to lift up the bananas a little bit to get in there. I'm going to show you. See? We are doing good. Thank God. It is like pouring oceans outside. It's been raining here like all the time. So I guess we're, you know, full-fledged summer in Florida. All right. So you see I'm like tucking it in under the bananas. I'm going to use the other part of the pastry as well. And this is gonna go in, let's see for how long. Let's see, oh my gosh, those mushrooms smell so fantastic. Okay. Okay, all right, so we're gonna cut a slit in the top for the steam to escape and bake for 25 to 30 minutes. This is actually the second of the um, pastry crust that I used for the quiche. So if you made the quiche recipe, um, that was for Mother's Day. So I had this in the freezer this whole time. And what I ordered um, from Publix was pastry, puff pastry, uh, like a whole sheet of pastry. But what I got was the little tiny ones, um, like for little tiny pastries. So what I'll probably use those for is like a guava cheese thing that I got from that Puerto Rican cookery um, group. So. That'll be good. I'll see if I post the recipe for that too. Yeah, you guys are getting rain too? Yeah, it's just like a rainy time. We're actually like, we usually get similar uh, weather to you guys. Like when it rains over there, it's sometimes raining here too. All right, so I'm just, the reason that we're doing this, that we're flipping it under the bananas is so that when you take it out, it looks like a tart because it's banana tart, tart, tart pan. Okay, so I'm just, trying to make it look pretty for later, I guess, by putting it under the bananas. 
Oh my gosh, this is gonna be delicious. Even if it's ugly, it's <laughs> still gonna be good. Okay, so I'm gonna cut the slit in the middle. I don't know if you guys ever watched those um, British baking shows. I love them, they're like my favorite. Um, I love Paul Hollywood, I think he's so funny. And Mary Berry, even though she doesn't do that show anymore, she does a different one. Um, they are hysterical. So they do a lot of baking with like slits in there and then they have this thing that is like a little bird and you can put it on top of the pie and then the steam comes out of the bird's mouth. That is so cute, I love that. All right, so this is gonna go in, let's see, 25 to 30 minutes. So right now I have 42 minutes left on the chicken and then um, 25 to 30 minutes left on, you know, to make this. The mushrooms are done. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna leave them there, I'm gonna cover them. Um, and when my mom comes, I'll just heat them up real quick. Maybe I'll just heat them back up in the same skillet just for about a minute or so. Because I feel like sometimes when you put them in the microwave, it does change the quality of the food. It's not as good. Um, okay, so let me put this in. And again, make sure that when you're making this, you're going to want to use a pan or a skillet um, that is oven safe. Because Nadia said when she first did it, Hers had like a plastic handle and it melted. So this is a stainless steel, so it's good. All right, so I'm gonna put it below the chicken. Um, the reason I do that is because I'm always worried like if I put the chicken below that the dessert will get like that chicken smell to it or the chicken, you know, like fragrance. So I usually put the dessert on the bottom. Hey Dahlia, it's nice to see everybody. Okay, so. I'm gonna just throw it in the oven and I'm gonna wrap up the show. And before I do that, I'm just gonna show you guys what everything is looking like now. And then obviously I'll post the pictures later on today so that you can see. But honestly, let's see, we've been live for 48 minutes. I've been talking nonstop pretty much. And I made a chicken, I made mushrooms, and I made a dessert. So if that's not fast and easy, Honestly, I don't know what it is. And the, and the number of ingredients was very minimal. Um, it wasn't that much stuff, like rosemary thyme, salt and pepper 100 times, sugar, bananas, pastry, you know, uh, peppers, onions, olives, easy. Okay, so. When you make your mushrooms, this is only half a pound. When you make your mushrooms, you could use a pound. That's what the recipe calls for, but this is what I got. These are the mushrooms. They look fantastic, right? They're butter, garlic, thyme mushrooms. Delicious. See them? Okay. And then I'm going to show you the chicken. Now the chicken, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to take it out and go like this because, you know, that does happen sometimes and then it'll just go flying. Hey, Christy. Nice to see you on there. So I'm going to bring you to the chicken, okay? Hang on one second. I don't usually do this, but I want you to see what it looks like for now. Oh man, this looks so beautiful, honestly. This is just like a picture, okay. And like I said, you can make two chickens at once. It's the same amount of work, which is very minimal. I don't know if you can see her. Where are you? Okay, look at that. It's beautiful. And it's gonna be so delicious. And because we covered it with the olive oil, it's gonna be nice and crispy and tan. Just perfect. Um, there are people that say you should grind the chicken first. You could do that. There are people that say you should grind the chicken first, 
let it sit in the refrigerator for three days. Thomas Keller, who's like a Michelin star chef that I'm constantly referencing, I guess, um, he says, let the chicken sit in the air, to air dry for three days and then cook it. So you could do that. Hey, Crystal. And uh, there's like a million things you could do with the chicken, but honestly, the easiest and fastest thing to do is just wash it, take out the insides, if you're gonna keep them, keep them, if not, toss them, throw the lemons in, throw the rosemary in, Throw the veggies on top with the olive oil, the salt and pepper, boom, 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 in the oven for an hour. So I miss all you guys. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day, even though it's, you know, rainy. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. And if you ever have any questions, if you ever want to cook on the show, um, if you have any recipes you would like me to make, just let me know. And I'll be more than happy to do that. And I'm going to share the links um, to where you could have your, um, thank you, she says she's loving this, thank you, um, to where you could share if you have a book or you know someone who has written a book who is a um, person of color and would like to have their book featured on Sofrito for Your Soul website, okay? So let me know and have a great day and we'll see you next week. Bye, bon appetit. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired sports commentator Dick Vitale. Tonight's matchup is me versus an ugly fender bender. If I can eat out a win, it would be a miracle, baby. Um, Mr. Vitale, it wouldn't be a miracle because GEICO gives you a team of experts to help manage your claim. That's going to be a nail-biter. Nope. The GEICO team is there for you 24-7. Now that's a dipsy dude, the guru of a claims team. GEICO is awesome, baby, with a capital A. GEICO. Great service without all the drama. That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, turbo force deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it.